Today I'll be in Psalms 18 verse 1 19, to 19, 30 to 36. I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call the Lord who is worthy of praise, and I have been saved from my enemies. The cause of death entangled me. The toils of destruction overwhelmed me. The cause of the grave coiled around me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called the Lord. I cried to my God for help. For his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. The earth trembled and quaked, and the foundations of the mountains shook. They trembled because he was angry. Smoke rose from his nostrils. Consuming fire came from his mouth. Burning coals blazed out of it. He parted the the heavens and came down. Dark clouds were under his feet. He mounted the cherubim and flew and flew. He soared on, on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his covering, his canopy around him, the dark rain clouds of the sky. Out of the brightness of his presence, clouds advanced. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded. He shot his arrows and scattered the enemy with great bolts of lightning. He routed them. The valleys of the sea were exposed, and the foundations of the earth laid bare at your rebuke, Lord, at the blast of your breath from your nostrils. He reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew me out of the deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes, who were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. As for God, his way is perfect. The Lord, the Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. For who is God besides the Lord? And who is the rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and keeps my way secure. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer because he causes me to stand on the heights. He trains my hands for battle, my arms to bend a bow of bonds. You make your saving help my shield, and your right hand sustains me. Your help has made me great. You you provide a broad path for my feet so that my ankles do not give away. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Bravo. Indeed. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was an epic reading. I think that's the longest reading we've had for someone to do for a while. Thank you very much. That's great. Well done. Well, today is um, generally the first Sunday of the month, which is generally an all-age service. So 
I'm very glad you're here, Tim. <laughs> you are representing... Oh, another couple up there. Excellent. We've got some children. That's wonderful. Um, so I don't know whether the children want to come down to the front or you're quite welcome to do that or to stay where you are with your family if you feel a bit... Um, there's not many surrounding you down here. That's okay. You can stay there if you like. So expecting that um, we were having lots of children for our all-age service, we've got rocks because we're going to talk about rocks today. And so I see what comes to mind when we think about a rock. What are rocks like? I've been seeing all sorts of beautiful pictures of rocks lately. Rocks are all shapes and sizes. They're impressive to look at. They're good to sit under. They're good to hide behind and good for shelter. They're tough and strong, good to climb on. Maybe you've done some rock climbing. I'm sure people here have done some rock climbing. Sometimes we can trip over them and fall upon them as well. So there's a lot to be said about rocks. I thought I'm going to have rocks today, so I need to look for some rocks. So I went looking in the bush yesterday and I had, I had this rock in mind and I found it. God was very gracious. It was tucked away in the bush, so I got hold of it. And then I found down beside our house we had some little stones. So we're going to talk about living stones a little bit later. So there you go. Show and tell. Do you have a favourite rock or a favourite rock story? I was thinking about rock stories and a recent advertisement on TV came to mind. I can't remember what it was for, as um, Paul and I love to judge the t ads on TV, um, and often we, we know what we like, but we never remember what they're advertising. <laughs> anyway, there were collections of rocks over a hilly countryside, and they had marks on them that looked like, like faces, and one was all alone and sad, no one with it, and another detached itself from its group and rolled down to join the lonely rock and be a friend for it, and its little face turned into a smile, just a little scratch. So I've got two little rocks here, one that was up here that rolled down to be a companion to the other little rock, and it wasn't alone. And we are not meant to be alone, and that comes through our talk today, that theme. So in Psalm 18 we read today, the great King David says, The Lord is my rock. Why do you think the Lord God may be referred to as a rock? Well, God isn't actually a rock, I don't believe. The saying is a metaphor, comparison. But what did David mean? What is it about a rock that might be a characteristic of God? Rocks are solid, reliable, durable, strong. They can be a place of refuge and protection and shelter. They are constant and unchanging. All these things and more, these can be said about God. And yet we also know God as tender and loving, caring and compassionate, forgiving and healing. When we speak of someone being a rock for us, we say things like, they're my rock, they're there for me, they've got my back, they're supportive, dependable, able to be relied on. This can also be said about our God who is always there for us. King David wrote the words of Psalm 18 when the Lord God had delivered him from all his enemies. 
David had taken refuge among the rocks of the desert, but realised that his true security was founded only in the Lord God. So David says, The Lord is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield, my salvation and my stronghold. Rock is a common poetic figure for God mentioned right throughout the Bible. Another 10 Psalms, apart from Psalm 18, also speak of God as rock. Psalm 31 says, In you, Lord, have I taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, rescue me and deliver me. Turn your ear to me, come quickly to my rescue. Be my rock of refuge, a strong fortress to save me, since you are my rock and my fortress. Psalm 62 says, Find rest my soul in God alone. My hope comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. In Deuteronomy 32.4 it says, Oh, praise the greatness of our God. He is the rock, his works are perfect, and all his ways are just. There are also many songs and hymns that also refer to God as a rock. An old favourite many may know, Rock of ages, cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. And a lovely one we've sometimes sung in our prayer hub, Helen, you'll remember. Praise your name, Lord Jesus, praise your name, Lord Jesus. You're my rock, you're my fortress, you're my deliverer, in you do I trust. We're going to sing, <laughs> but we do sing. <laughs> Reverend Clarence Haynes in the commentary Crosswalk says this, So this all tells us that God is pictured as a place we can go to for safety and a place where we can put our trust. It is wonderful to know that God's presence is a safe place. We can trust God with our fears, our concerns, our anxieties and all of our emotions because they are safe with him. Since God is also the one who can be trusted, this means we never have to hide anything from him. If we ever feel overwhelmed or threatened, we can run to God our rock and find a place of refuge and safety. The other good thing about a refuge is it is a place where we can rest. So if we are stressed, we can go to God our rock and find relief. If we are tired, we can go to God our rock and find rest. God is the one we can go to in every season of life and find refuge, safety and rest because he is our rock and he can be trusted. That's a great summary. So just as God is our rock, Jesus is our rock too because Jesus said the Father and I are one and all the characteristics of God can be found in Jesus. The scriptures of the New Testament extend the rock image a little bit further and speak of Jesus as our foundation stone. We can speak of God and of Jesus as being our rock and the solid foundation on which to build our lives. Jesus in Matthew 7.24 says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down and the stream rose and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. There is an old song that says, On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. 
In 1 Peter 2, 4 to 8, the rock image is reinforced for Jesus. Peter quotes Isaiah 28, 16, which says, So this is what the Sovereign Lord says. See, I lay a stone in Zion, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone for a sure foundation. The one who trusts in him will never be dismayed. And this cornerstone is referring to Christ. Now, all the builders in our congregation will know about cornerstones or capstones. Is that right? I it's not you, it's Steve. Yes. The explanation I read is that the cornerstone is the most important stone of a building, the most significant stone which determines the design and orientation of the building. Reverend, Reverend Haynes again writes about this, saying, The very foundation of our lives should be built on Jesus Christ. He is the rock of our life. The reason foundation is so important is because it gives stability and strength. If the foundation of a house is shaky, that house is going to be shaky. If the foundation is strong, then that house will be strong. The same is true of our lives. If our lives are truly built on the foundation of Jesus Christ, then we will remain strong and be able to withstand whatever comes our way. In his letter, the Apostle Peter then says, Because Christ is our foundation stone, the one on whom we build our lives, we who belong to him are like living stones. He calls us to be like him. Got some little stones here representing the living stones. You can take one later if you like. When we who belong to him are like living stones, he calls us to be like him, to be his people in the world, carrying out his ministry to bring the kingdom of God to all those whom we meet day by day, exercising his ministry of connecting, helping, healing, teaching about the Lord God, who is the rock of our lives, and Jesus, the foundation of our lives. We might remember that Jesus at the beginning of his ministry changed his disciple Simon's name to Peter. And what does Peter mean? Rock. Peter means rock. Jesus could see in Peter those strong rock-like characteristics of God that were needed for his ministry. And in fact, Peter became the leader of the early church, a true living stone of Christ. God, our rock, is our provider. We might remember another rock story from the Old Testament, the well-known story of Moses, which tells of when the Israelites were in the desert complaining about having no water. They did a bit of complaining back then. God tells Moses to strike the rock and water came out for the thirsty people. God provided for their thirst from the rock. In 1 Corinthians 10.4, Paul says, the Israelites all drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. Christ, our rock, is our provider, giving the refreshment of the Spirit and the gift of eternal life. Because we have the confidence of Jesus as our rock and our salvation, our salvation is found only in him. Then our eternity is secure in him. He has declared that no one will ever snatch us out of his hand. He says in John's Gospel, which we're going to hear a little bit later, My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What the Father has given me is greater than all else and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. 
This gives us hope, confidence and assurance in God, who is our rock, our place of refuge, safety and protection, and in Jesus, our rock and our foundation stone, the one whom we build our lives upon and who will never let us down and who is our eternal salvation. I am so thankful to say, like David did, that God is my rock and Christ the foundation upon which I seek to build my life and my Saviour. I find it so comforting that God is always there for me, that I can speak to him at any time and pray to him at any time, even in the middle of the night, and to know and believe that he hears me. I do speak to him all the time. I sometimes wonder if he's getting... It's Beverly again, right? All right. God is my constant rock, the one who has always been had my back, my refuge and my defender, the one I can pour out my sins to and my hopes and my anxieties and know that he hears me, forgives me and helps me along the way, day by day. He is always there. May you be able to say that too. God desires to be the rock of our lives in a world where things are in such upheaval in so many places how good it is to know where our safety and security lies and also that we have our rock-like part to play as Christ's living stones. So maybe when we now look at rocks, they may remind us in a whole new way about God being our rock and also may little stones when we see them remind us that we are Christ's living stones, being his rock-like people in the world, bringing love, connection, safety, healing and faith to those around us. Let us pray. Loving God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, thank you for your holy word and all you teach us through the scriptures. Thank you that you are our constant companion, our strength, protection and safe place, our foundation for life's journey, our wisdom and our guide and our eternal home. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen.